A Life of Bliss. Being the biography of Bachelor Bliss with Brenda Bruce as Anne, Colin Gordon as Tony, Muriel Pavlo as Tina, and George Cole as the shy young bachelor himself, David Alexander Bliss. What are Bliss's hopes for the future? Determined for once to resist the temptation to try and trip him up, I put this perfectly innocent question to him a couple of days ago. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No offence, but no comment. I was pretty raw when you first started this question and answer, Lark, but I'm not raw anymore. I know how you operate. I promise you. Well, sounding like a politician at election time is not going to persuade me to answer it either. Shall I tell you why? Why? Because I know what it would lead to. You asking me about Tina, me saying something that would make me want to curl up and die, and her tearing me off a strip for saying it. I've been going out with her for about eight months altogether, and all my hopes for the future are centred round that. Meaning what? That I hope to continue curling up with her in the altogether. <laughs> Look forward to persuading her to strip off more often. <laughs> Seeing more of her in the raw. I wasn't even trying. Back to the present to join David and Tina down by the river for The Modest Hero. Sun's still bright. It will be till about seven. The river looks so inviting, I feel like going for a swim. Oh, don't be silly, it'll be freezing. Oh, I don't know. Nothing, absolutely nothing would get me to go in. Help! Same as last words. There, look, clinging on to the speedboat. What? A little boy, by the look of it. Oh, yes, I see him. Oh, better take your coat off if you're going to swim out to him. Yes, right, up. And your shoes. Right. Help! Hang on, I'm coming. David! What? There's no need to take your socks off. Hmm? Oh, no, no, of course not. Help! Coming! Now, what are you doing? Putting my socks back on again. Maybe. Well, there's no need to do that. Okay. Here goes. Well, there was no need to dive in either. Why? It's only about a foot deep. Hurt yourself? Well, just jarred my head. That won't do it any harm. Oh, go on, darling, quickly. He's let go of the boat. Yes, all right. Help! Help me! I'm, I'm drowning! It's okay, Sonny. Don't worry. Grab hold of my hand and I'll pull you to the bank. That's it. You're, you're supposed to, to swim on your back and drag me along on mine. I know, but I forgot to bring my life-saving manual. <laughs> yeah, hang on tight, and I'll soon have you... Good gracious, it's all right now. All right? You're not out of your depth. Of course I... Of course I am. You're not, honestly. You stop stretching around and you'll see for yourself. Of course I'm... I'm out of my debt. But you're not. Oh, yes, I am. You're not, you know. I am. You're not. I'm drowning. Look, I promise you, you're not in the slightest danger. I say I am. You may be right at that. How? We'll stand here arguing and we'll both die of exposure. <laughs> now, come on, calm down and put your arm round my shoulder. I said my shoulder, not the neck. Help me! How can I when you've got me in an arm lock? Look, let, let go of me or you'll have us... Help! There you are. You see, even you're out of your debt. Yes, and for, for one very good reason. What? You've got me down on my knees. <laughs> right, one submission to you. Now then, simmer down, take my hand and head for the bank. That's better. I jolly well was out of my debt. Well, at first, perhaps. All the time? Yes, of course you were. Well, then? We're not counting your head. I jolly nearly drowned. Yeah, only a few more yards to go. Help! Help! I'm being sucked under by the mud. Nonsense, you've just slipped over, that's all. I tell you I'm being swallowed up by the mud. Well, never mind. Call me Tarzan and crawl for the bank. <laughs> Tina's there, look. Grab hold of her hand and she'll haul you out. Yes, here you are. Her hand, not her ankle. Careful or you'll... You mind her, you'll have a... It's okay, I'm safe now. And there's only one thing to say. What? Would you be kind enough to rescue Tina and me? <laughs> Okay, 
Jackie, it's me again. You turned down 19 pounds, didn't you, baby? Take off, Tony. I want David to tell us what happened. Yes, okay. It's amazing what people will do to get on television. Well, what prompted that? The woman contestant on that quiz program couldn't have revealed more intimate details of her married life if she'd sold the story to the Sunday papers. Even got onto their double bed, believe it or not. Well, not with the quiz master, I trust. <laughs> My, how you've changed. I can remember when a remark like that would have made you blush to the roots of your hair. The man most likely to be mistaken for a communist convert. I don't get it. Perpetually turning red. And it wasn't worthy of me. <laughs> Does our hero feel better now he's changed into dry clothes? Oh, now, look, Anne, I was no hero. You rescued a boy from drowning. I'd call that heroic, wouldn't you, Tony? I'm proud to be your brother-in-law, old lad. And you know what it cost me to say that. Well, you needn't. It's all over and done with. Always providing the local rag doesn't get hold of the story. Well, I know. I can just see the headline. Unknown man dives into a foot of water and nearly breaks his darn full neck. <laughs> Was. The opening paragraph should make good reading, too. Why, what did it say? A man who refused to give his name plunged into the river to rescue a boy, pausing only to remove his overcoat, shoes and socks. Well, what's wrong with that? You can't swim for... Oh, your socks? I was, I was in such a panic, I even started to put them back on again. Oh. <laughs> yes, that, well, that could be classed as meritorious courage in the face of danger. I'd like to know how. Determined not to get cold feet. That's about the only danger I was ever in. What, dying of cold? I was numb from the neck down. That's a new twist for you. I asked for that one. Always glad to oblige. Oh. <laughs> I'm still not convinced Jonathan was ever out of his depth. That's his name, then? Jonathan Burkett. You swam out to him, didn't you? Waded out most of the way. And swam the rest. And started to haul him towards the bank, and then realised the water was only up to my chin. Well, that's deep enough. I was on my knees at the time. Well, I still think it was brave of you. I still think you showed presence of mind. You do? In refusing to divulge your name. I couldn't agree more. Oh, Psyche still thinks you're a hero, don't you, huh? <laughs> Man's best friend. How did the boy come to be in the water? Oh, a pal of his dared him to borrow a speedboat and go for a trip. And Jonathan fell for it. Jumped aboard, pushed away from the bank, tried to start the outboard motor and fell over the side. At which point you gallantly appeared on the sea. And though I say it myself, put up a performance worthy of Jerry Lewis. Then what, did you drive him home? Yes, you should just see the size of his house. Impressive? There, but for his grace, the Duke of Bedford was Woburn Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> that big? If your bedroom was at the opposite end of the dining room, you'd never be short of exercise. Work up a healthy appetite going down to breakfast, too. I take it that you... Yeah, okay, I'll answer. I take it that you didn't go, go into the house. Huh? Not likely. Drop Jonathan yeah, at the front door and beat a hasty retreat. End oh, of story. Hold on, would you? Demise of hero. Jonathan Burkett for Mr. Bliss. Well, how on earth did he get on to me? Well, better ask him yourself, yeah. Well, thanks. Hello, Jonathan. Hero speaking. Um... <laughs> David Hero. Oh, uh, here. Hello, old chap. How on earth did you find out who I was? Saw a letter addressed to you in your car. Got the exchange to trace the number. Nothing to it, old chap. Look, Pop would like to see you. Like to see me? Yes, only listen. I've changed the story around a bit. Why? What have you told him? That you rescued me? No, that I dived in to save a dog. And that you saved us both. What on earth made you tell him that? Use your loaf, old chap. I couldn't tell him about the speedboat, could I? Well, why not just tell him you fell in? Thought of that, but decided the dog story had more to it. Well, except that dogs can swim. <laughs> Confirmation from my dog, Psyche. Wish I'd known you got a dog. I could have worked it in. Well, I think you've worked on it enough. Not that any dog would survive long in that current. Current? Frightfully strong. What are you talking about? There wasn't any current there. I know, but I've changed the spot. Well, that would explain it. You really have worked on it, haven't you? I haven't changed all that much. Well, I'd like to know what else you could have changed. It's a good job you said that. Why? I've changed the time. Full house. <laughs> Had to make it half hour later. Had to? Should have been having violin lesson. It's okay, though. I fixed my teacher. 
Are you and your dolly girlfriend free this evening? Well, yes, but... Uh... Oh, great. Pop said he'll send the rules around straight away. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait a minute. Can't talk now. He might come into the room. I'll give you the rest of the gem when you get here. You mean there's more? Details, old chap. Just details. Many a slip and all that. You didn't by any chance mastermind the great train robbery? <laughs> no need. Pop's got stacks of loot. Oh, while I remember, I told him I could swim. But that was weeks ago. Well, that doesn't really count, then. I'll be watching out for you, so tell Chesterton there's no need to ring the front doorbell. Chesterton? The chauffeur. But don't worry, he won't talk. He always knows I can put the bite on him. Well, I've never heard anything like it since Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> Super picture, wasn't it? Not that I've ever shot anybody. Well, never mind. It gives you something to look forward to. <laughs> Except a couple of times with my air gun. Didn't draw blood, though. Well, better luck next time. I can't believe my ears. See you in about half now. Now, now, listen, babyface Nelson. If you think my dolly girlfriend and I are coming round there to... Hello? Babyface? Uh, uh, Jonathan? Hello? I'm up. What in heaven's name is it all about? He's changed the story slightly. Swapped the speedboat for a dog, said I saved them both, added a strong current, changed the spot and put the clock forward. <laughs> Apart from that, it's authentic. Can a boy of 12 be a pathological liar? All boys are at 12. Some never grow out of it, have you, Tony? <laughs> I resent that. Hurrying on. Uh, do I gather that you and Tina are supposed to be going round there? Pop sending the rolls for us. The roll? Complete with a chauffeur called Chesterton. Of course. Why didn't I realise it before? That's who his father must be. The chauffeur? Edmund Burkitt. <laughs> well, is he somebody in the time? Somebody. Owns most of it, including, come to think of it, the local paper. That settles it. I'll send the rolls back. Well, that's not going to stop his father getting your name in the paper. Bliss removes socks before rescuing drowning boy. <laughs> if you really wanted hatched up. Well, who wouldn't? Well, then your best chance is to go around and tell him so. Well, something in that. You know, it's funny, but the way things have turned out, there's even some truth in the story. Meaning? I really am out of my depth. Oh, it's okay, Chesterton. We can manage. Thank you, Chesterton. Good night. If you had a rose, I might even marry you. If I had a rose, I could marry anybody I liked. Oh, so I'm only second best. Yes, but I shouldn't lose any sleep. My chance of ever getting one is... Ah, oh, so you've arrived. Quickly, inside. Pop's in the study, but you never know when he's going to bob out. Shut the front door, old chap. Hmm? Oh, yes, right, huh? We'll stand over here by the stairs. Then we can keep an eye on the study door without him seeing us. Right, last-minute details. Starting with where it's supposed to have happened. About half a mile from where it rarely happened. By the weir. What weir? Where? Damming up that stream that runs into the river. Oh, not all that far from the lock. That's it, yes. And I said you were on the lock side. Well, you couldn't have picked a better spot. There really is a strong current there. Nearest thing you'll get to rapids this side of Niagara. A dog wouldn't last five minutes. I can just see myself now, plunging in and battling gamely towards it. You've certainly got a vivid imagination. I know. I think I might become a writer. <laughs> Fiction, needless to say. Your boyfriend gend you up on changes? Yes, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'm Pop prepared knows to... he's boss, so you'd better make the story stick. Oh, you little brat, you. Don't try and blackmail... Jonathan! Coming, father. You two wait in here. Yes, all right. I told you I changed the time, didn't I? Half an hour later than it was. By the way, what about the boat? Did you notice what happened to it? Floated away downstream. Right, see you in a sec. Oh, listen, Pop likes people to stand up to him, so see you do, okay? And don't worry, I'll be there to prompt you. A little horror. Oh, you've got to admire his nerve. I like his cheek. Well, he's only a boy, Tina. And you know, it could be his father's fault. Did you notice how Jonathan changed when he called out? Oh, it's fashionable to blame the parents. Well, nobody's ever blamed mine for me. 
people aren't that cruel. Oh, seriously, though? You may be right, judging by Edmund Burkett's reputation. Why, what do they say about him? Boorish and bullying. Well, there you are. Having a brute of a father could explain Jonathan. All right, then we'll go through with it, but we'll have to be careful. There's something else they say about Mr. Burkett. What? That he doesn't suffer fools gladly. Thinks. Could you possibly mean me? <laughs> Thinks. I hope the point went home. It went home. <laughs> You'll be all right, but for goodness sake, don't be too glib. Put in a few let me thinks and, and let me see now. Well, don't worry. I'll have to think before I answer, obviously. Why? Well, I've got to sift faction from fit. <laughs> I'm getting tense. <laughs> sift fiction from fact? Yes, you know, Jonathan's version from... In here, Father. Oh, thanks, sir. Ah, good evening. You must be bliss. And you must be boorish. It, um... <laughs> Must be brutish. Brutish? Burkish. Burkitt? Yeah, Mr. Burkitt. Heard my reputation, have you? No, no, we were, we were just talking about somebody else. Not about me, eh? No, no, a different bully altogether. <laughs> different person. Well, you've heard about me, all right, but you don't want to believe everything people say, you no, know? I never do. No? Well, I certainly didn't believe what she said about you. What, who said? My girlfriend. My, my, my golly, if you believed all you heard, you'd think the worst of everybody. First impressions can be wrong as well. <laughs> I hope. <clears throat> well, are you going to introduce me then? Hmm? Oh, yes, of course. Hmm. Um, Mr. Burkett, my golly friend, Tina Holliday. Solid nickname, is it? What? Golly. No, no, people just call me David. No, golly. That's what you called me. Called you David? Golly. Oh, golly, did I? You did, by golly. <laughs> well, I'm pleased to meet you. Uh, Tina, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, well. <laughs> you got a good look at Tina. <laughs> what do you see in the likes of him? For one thing, he's well-mannered. Oh, spirited, eh? Yes, I like a girl with spirit. Sit yourself down. Not only pulling his leg. And you, lad, take a seat. I mean, no, thanks. I'd rather stand up to you. <laughs> rather stand up. Thank you. Well, what will you have to drink? Oh, nothing, thank you. Oh, come, come now. There's no harm except in a drink, is there? Even for a boorish old bully like me. <laughs> and a gin and something? And tonic. Ah, that's better. How about you, Lance? Oh, nothing for me. Don't be daft. Forget it's a drink. Think of it as a pipe apiece. No, really, thanks. I don't smoke. <laughs> don't drink. Well, you'll stay and have a bite to eat. Uh, it's very kind of you, but we're due back at my sister's. Well, you're more than welcome. I know, but we must get back. Oh. Well, better go and tell Cook there won't be too extra for dinner after all, Jonathan. Uh, couldn't you ring for Masters and let him tell her? No, no, no. It's easy to send you. And when you've done that, you can go and get on with your homework. But... Now, you heard what I said, Jonathan? Yes, yes, all right. Yes. Well, I don't have to tell you how grateful I am to you for saving his life. Anybody would have done the same. I gathered he dived in to rescue a dog. That's right, yes. Oh, you've got to admire his nerve. Well, funny enough, that's just what we... Uh, how much gin, lass? Uh, say when. Um, when? Sorry, I interrupted. Uh, That's just what we were saying before you came in. What? That we admire his cheek. <laughs> um, like his nerve. Uh, admire it. It's a good job you don't drink. You're bad enough without it. <laughs> no, but seriously, I do admire him for what he did. Yes, oh, well, the boy's got pluck, yes. I'll say that for him. Well, I'd go even further. You would? Well, he's one of the bravest little brats I've ever known. The <laughs> uh, bravest little horrors. Uh, boys. On second thoughts, it wouldn't matter if you did drink. <laughs> and I can't believe you don't. What he was trying to say was that Jonathan's not like some of the little horrors you meet nowadays. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. I'll make sure of that. <laughs> and I wouldn't want you to get the idea I doubt his word. I brought him up to speak the truth, and for the most part he does, you know, but... Uh, oh, how much tonic, Tina? Oh, right to the top, please. Aye. But he was in a right dramatic situation this evening, weren't he? Definitely. 
Sort of be a bit understandable if he exaggerated a bit. Well, of course it is. Yeah. It would be. But I certainly hasn't. Hmm. Yeah, well, let's see what happened then. But you must have heard about it from him. Oh, I, yes, well, I've heard about it from him, yeah. Well, I'm sure I can't add anything to what he's added. Uh, um, <laughs> add anything to what he's changed, told you. I'm a double scotch, it might work in reverse. <laughs> Making you nervous, am I? No. No need for you to be. Your name's David, right? Right. And you're a bit on the shy side, right? Right. Well, my name's Edmund, and I'll tell you something, lad. Blunt I may be, but if people are straight with me, I'm straight with them. So you've got nothing to worry about, right? Wrong. <laughs> Wrong? You to think I was ever worried. All right, then. Carry on, carry on. Well, uh, Tina and I were walking along the towpath. Where, exactly? Um, now, let me sift now. <laughs> you can do anything you want, as long as it's not vulgar. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't understand. Well, I don't understand what you've got to sift. Oh, Jonathan's version from... Uh, verging on a hero, if you ask me. Definitely a hero, I'd say. So would I. I mean, it's not every boy who'd risk his life to rescue a boat. And he was... Boat? A dog? Uh, we think it belongs to somebody living on a houseboat. Oh, I see. Anyway, we suddenly heard a shout for help. Yeah, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. You still haven't told me where it happened. Uh, let me see now, exactly. Where were we? <laughs> Could we have that again? Where were we? Where were we? Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. You know where that stream joins the river, Mr. Burkett? Mm, vaguely. Uh, not all that far from the lock. Yes, I know, yeah. Oh, yes, well, that's where we were, where we were, by the way. <laughs> I'd love to hear what you'd do with the leaf police to Smithers' us. <laughs> That'd be comparatively easy. It would? The least police dismissive. Oh. <laughs> the least police... Di we will buy the weir. Jonathan tells me the current's quite strong there. Oh, yes. He couldn't have picked a better spot. <laughs> a worse spot. Or put on a better show. Ah, then what happened? Well, I dived in, bumping my head in the process. Why didn't you say so before? It could explain everything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just pulling your leg, lad, that's all, yes. Now, go on, you were saying, you dived in, yes? Waded my way out. Waded? As far as I could, then swam the rest. Good swimmer, are you? Average. Crawl? Only on the way back. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Yes, sort of, yes. And then? Well, I managed to haul Jonathan back to the bank, and we scrambled out. And that's all there was to it. What about the dog? We drifted away downstream. <laughs> oh, the dog? Right. I went back in for that and managed to haul it out. Ah, now that's something Jonathan didn't tell me. What? What you did with the dog? Well, um... Take it to the police station, did you? No. Yes. <laughs> Come again? Yes. No. <laughs> you like to confer among yourselves and have another shot. We, we, we meant to hand it over to the police, but it, it just ran off. And headed towards a houseboat. Hmm. Oh, well. Your story seems to tally with his. Well, I was quite sure it would. What sort of dog was it? I don't know. He didn't say. Mongrel. Small, was it? Fairly. No. No? No, an Alsatian. Big one at that. Is that what Jonathan told you? Yeah. Well, he might have told us. I mean, it, it had the look of an Alsatian, but it wasn't really. No, it wasn't all that big either. But then, as you said yourself... It would be understandable if he'd exaggerated a bit. Yeah. What time was it? About half past later. <laughs> half an hour after six. Six-thirty. Glibly. Roughly. It all sounds a bit rough to me. You know what I think? It's mostly a fabrication. Oh, yeah. Including the dog. Oh, I can't imagine why you should think that. Oh, I'm not a complete fool. Well, of course you're not. Nowhere near. 
But you're wrong, honestly. Dog, 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 dog. You really are, Mr. Burkett, except that... Except what? You were right about the exaggeration. Uh, there was a dog, but it wasn't an Alsatian, and it wasn't all that big. And he did tell you one fib, too. Oh? What about? The time. It was nearer six than half past, only, you see, he was supposed to be at a violin lesson. Oh. <laughs> so that's all it was, eh? Oh, yes. Well, I reckon most boys of his age will tell the odd liar, too. Well, all boys of his age. And some never grow out of it, have you? <laughs> Excuse me, Father. Preston hmm? wants to know if you'll be needing him again. Oh, he can take you two home. That's if you sure you won't stop. No, I think we'd better be going. Yeah. Well, the going's good, right? Right. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, we promised we'd be back. Yes, well, I'll say goodbye then. I am grateful to you, David. You know, I mean, if there's anything I can do for you, you just say the word, lad. The word. I mean, there is, actually. Oh, what? Well, I'd rather this story didn't get into the local paper. Why on earth not? Well, I can see the headline now. Bliss dives into a foot of water and nearly breaks his darn fool neck. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have told them that in any case. Still, if that's what you want. Yeah, that's what I want. Oh, well, then you have my word I won't say anything to the paper. Oh, jolly good. Bye, David, old chap. I'm grateful to you, too. And with every reason. To feel proud of yourself. Chesterton's in the hall. Oh, right. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Burkett. Bye, goodbye, then. Bye, Bye, dear. Ah. It was a nice lad, that. Mm. Aren't you going to give the story to the paper? No. Seems a pity. I'm going to arrange for him to appear on television. <laughs> Regional television? Do you hear at any moment? But why? Well, why do you think? You're going to be... Oh, that'll be them now. Like me to let them in, Anne. Would you, Tina? Yes, of course. I'm going to be what? Interviewed in the news. And we're all going to be on it, too. Oh, no, not me. Not likely. Oh, but you must. Tony would be terribly disappointed if you stopped him from appearing. Oh, nonsense. I'm sure he couldn't care less about it. That's exactly what he said. Well, there you are. Just before hurrying upstairs to change into his best suit. <laughs> but I don't understand. Only this evening he was saying that it was amazing what people would do to get on television. And now he's proving it. Tony's got as much of the acronym as the next. More, if anything. The act he's putting on now is really quite impressive. People have got Oscars for less. What act? Feigning disinterest. Sounds so convincing, he's got a real touch of the Sir Lawrence Olivia's. Well, I'm sorry, but disappoint him or not, wild horses... He'll never forgive you if you do. Not that I mind for myself. I mean, needless to say, I mean, I'm really not interested. Well, I should hope not. Touch of the Katie Hepburns. Well, you too. But it's no use. I've had enough trouble tonight being interviewed by Jonathan's father. I just couldn't go in front of... Go in front of what? TV camera? Don't see there's much you can do about it. They're setting it up in the other room. Speaking personally, I couldn't care less about appearing. I know. Anne told me well, that's what you'd feigned. Feigned? Yeah, what you'd acted. That I said. Sorry, getting muddled. Helpfully. No, 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 look, Tony, she only told me you were touched. <laughs> touched at the idea of me appearing, but disinterested yourself. I'm glad that's how you feel, too, because I simply couldn't go through with it. Oh, don't be silly. Of course you could. I couldn't honestly, Oscar. Oscar? Yeah, Lawrence. <laughs> um, Sir Tony. It, Tony, without the sir. As I was just explaining to Katie, uh, to Anne. Oddly enough, that's the first slip I haven't understood. Well, she admitted she was as keen as you. Uh, uh, oh, so you've been telling him I'm keen, have you? Yes, darling, and you know perfectly well I'm right, aren't I? Well, yes, for a bit of fun. Yes, well, I'm sorry, but I simply couldn't... Uh, come on, Psyche, in here. Apparently we're on in about 15 minutes. Oh, no, don't tell me you want to be on telly, too. Who, me? Oh, I can't think of anything I want less. Sanity at last. Well, of course I do. Who wouldn't? A touch of the Audrey Hepburn. (laughs) 
Well, what's the use? I'm outnumbered by four to one. Four to one? Sir Lawrence, Katie Hepburn, Audrey Hepburn, and Lassie. <laughs> Good evening. Tom Wyatt here. Tonight, News and Views brings you a story of local heroism from the house of the hero himself. Uh, seated here with me, his married sister, Anne Fellows. Hello. Brother-in-law, Tony. Hello. Girlfriend, Tina Holliday. Good evening. And sitting next to Tina, our hero, David Blitz. Hello. Now then, um, <laughs> now then, David, could you tell us what happened um, in your own words? Well, there was nothing to it, really, so I'll, <clears throat> I'll keep it short and to the point. Keep it as brief as possible. We, we were walking along by the river, heard a shout for help. I whipped off my coat, handed it to Tina, dived into my socks, swam out to the dock, <laughs> got it by the knees, then went back in and managed to drag the bank to safety. Oh, no, no. <laughs> got that awfully mixed up, didn't I? Never mind, I start again. I uh, heard a shout, helped Tina off with her briefs, crawled out to the boy and found him an awful drag. Um, start again. We, we heard a shout. I dived into Tina's shorts, managed to get her down on her knees, and waited out to the... Thank goodness all the TV people have gone. No more calls from viewers. Well, only because Tony's taken the phone off the hook. Never stopped till then. All saying exactly the same. <laughs> How wonderful it was to see someone as genuine as David. Genuinely shy, brave, genuinely etc, etc. Oh, by the way, I had a look for him in the garden, but he's not out there. No, he's out at Psyche. He left this note on the hall stand. Dear Anne, Tony, and Tina, sorry seems so inadequate, but what else can I say? You three mean everything to me, you know that. The last people in the world I'd want to embarrass, to let down. I'd go to a head shrinker, but doubt if I'd ever be able to spit out what's wrong with me. Don't know what I'll do yet, probably get a job abroad. Meanwhile, out for a walk with Psyche. Genuinely sorry, love, David. Ah, oh, dear David, he's far more worried for us than himself. Still, he'll have forgotten all about it by tomorrow. Not when he sees the headline in the local rag. Why? Did they tell you what it was going to be when they rang? Bliss, the modest hero. <laughs> We're going for a walk, and a long walk at that. But I'll tell you something for sure. Not down by the river. Come on, Lassie, this way. Um, psycho. Uh, psyche. I know, right to the last. That was the last in the present series of A Life of Bliss, starring George Cole as David, Brenda Bruce as Anne, Colin Gordon as Tony, Muriel Pablo as Tina, and Percy Edwards as Psyche the Dog. Other parts were played by Derek Guiler, Leonard Brockwell, and David Graham. A Life of Bliss is written by Godfrey Harrison and produced by Edward Taylor. <laughs>
Thank you.